1: Quitters never give up. Kathleen? Right? <laughs> uh. Have you ever had a dream Because I didn't wow. give up, Bean. You I just gave you the answer. answer. <laughs>
2: quitters yeah. never give up. quitters never give
1: you up you are you the don't words don't that came out of his mouth. Got <laughs> <laughs> oh, what
3: you mean
2: to talk to <laughs> about. <Not> embarrassed <laughs> or humiliated <laughs> or ashamed. <laughs> he was proud of himself.
3: Don't tell me what? the American
2: dream
4: I'm not, not so dead. lucky that my mind well, drifted well, as well. All well, uh, Don't it, tell me the, the American dream live. is dead.
5: Hello, welcome to Quitters Never Give Up, episode 26, the podcast that is all things... Uh, Kevin and Bean created universe related. We've got uh Kevin and Sluggo on KLOS, The Ralph Report. We cover a cup of tea and a chat, Janky Town, and some other interesting things we find. Um, so today we're gonna start with Quitters Never Give Up News. Christopher.
6: Quitters never give up news.
5: What happened?
6: Your source for news in the Kevin and Bean universe. I
0: quit this bitch. Nice!
6: <laughs> cool. All right, starting off, uh, Quitters Never Give Up News. Um, this week we uh lost Bismarck. He passed away Friday, July 6th at age 57 after a series of complications from diabetes. He was a very influential hip hop star known for such hits as Vapors and Just a Friend, and he was also someone that Ali would bring up quite often on the show. In other sad news, and this one really affects the Kevin and Bean K Rock community, uh, Rick. Rockin' Fig Fignetti passed away at the age of 64 from an apparent heart attack. Rockin' Fig was the longtime morning surf reporter on K-Rock. I mean, I don't even think there's another station that had a surf reporter. He even predated Kevin and Bean coming in at the 7 and 20 a.m. show during the Richard Blade and Poor Man or Richard Blade and Ramondo show. I'm not really quite sure. That was before my time even. Yeah, Poor Man brought him in. He taught Poor Man how to surf, and that's kind of how he met poor man and that's how we got on the morning show because there wasn't any surf reports going on in the mornings or on and, on any shows i don't think on cup of tea in a chat they went ahead and played one of his last surf reports right here for us i'm gonna play a clip that was shared by lightning on the Kevin and bean social club of rock and fig teaching kevin lightning and at this time this is how old this clip is listener jimmy how to surf
2: Standing on the beach now Huntington Beach, it's uh, Kevin along with uh, K-Rock listener Jimmy. Jimmy, the first time you've ever been surfing? Oh uh, yeah. Is that when you put the wetsuit on backwards <laughs> twice? I guess so. <laughs> Lightning's down here with us. Lightning, how you doing? Oh, good. Tired from the walk down here. I have already had to go through the Walk of Shame, which is where Rock and Fig gives you the world's largest surfboard, and you have to carry it all the way down to the beach, and everybody laughs at you because you can't surf. Thank you. right But you do look though pretty sharp
7: in that suit right there, even though it is a size too small. Well, it's a bit too small, but, you know, <laughs> this thing's squeezing my balls. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, Frank. What is it that we need to know as we look out at Huntington Beach here today?
7: Well, uh, first off, you know, I've got you right by a lifeguard station, so uh, just in case anything happens, you know, you'll be safe. Hey, David Hasselhoff!
2: That's not David Hasselhoff. That's a TV show, Jimmy.
7: Okay, we got to survey the lineup out here. We got to watch out for any pilings or possible lobster cages, any obstacles out there. What about uh, surfing, Lingo? I don't want to look like a novice out there. Okay, well, you'll be looking out in the water, and when a wave comes through, that's going to be known as a peak. So you gotta call wave possession by saying, I'm going right or going left. Just call out your direction before you take off. That way other surfers know what's happening out there. Oh, I'm screwed. <laughs> Why I'm going right, I'm going left, too, too difficult for you? Wave it? possession? What the <laughs> hell is he talking about? You doing drugs out here on this beach? The guy farthest back on the peak has wave possession, so try to be in that spot if possible. I suppose that'll be me most of the day. <clears throat> Thank you. What's the name of my surfboard, Fake? Well, you've got a classic wave tools right there. It's about a 10-footer. We tried to pick out Big Daddy there for you just because we thought it was possible to stand up on it. <laughs> big Daddy is the name of my surfboard because it's the only one that will hold me. Hey, what's the name of my surfboard? you got Cindy there ready to put her to battle. Hey,
2: how come I got Cindy? I got I'm Big Daddy. I got Big Daddy. You got Cindy. All right, let's, let's take the waves, Fig. <laughs>
8: like sort this end
9: or How are we doing so far, Faye? Hey, you guys are
7: doing great. You got out there. you I have to... to say
9: that,
0: Faye. How we
2: doing so far?
7: Are you still buying me lunch?
2: Oh, jeez, big you never told me it was going to be this tiring.
10: Hey,
7: you did good. I think you almost took the session out there. Thank you very much, big Some heinous waves, dude. <laughs> that was bitching. How big were the waves, big Well, oh, it's about two foot out there today. <laughs> Jimmy, you uh, haven't been to the ocean much, have you? I hung some pen and that, I think. All right, think I guess we're ready for the award ceremony here today. Yes, sirree. In third place, you would say? I'd have to say lightning. Poor guy just couldn't find his feet out there. I think in third place gets the bronze medal in second place. By the way, are they going to drag the ocean for lightning's body? Because <laughs> he ain't come in yet. I guess third place would be defined by not having been found. He's still out there practicing, but look, look, he's up to his feet. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's time to go, but he almost got one. In second place, Pick. Second place, our man Jimmy, putting in a worthy effort out there and getting to his feet at least twice out there today. Did I look like a real surfboard rider? Well, you kind of purled a couple times, but I know you were probably digging for uh, crabs out there. Yeah, I'm going to be digging for some as soon as I get this suit off. <laughs> and, of course, in first place for today's round, taking the win, Kevin, Go! off. thank you much. Ah. Oh, I Ooh, cut, about, cut about four or five waves. Is that all right for a beginner? That's right. And about four of them all the way to the sand, may I add. Very much. By the way, you got some serious
3: shrinkage going on there, Kevin.
2: Fig, <laughs> thanks for taking us out surfing today. We appreciate it. Is it like this every day at Huntington Beach?
7: Not every day, but uh, fortunately enough, sunny today. Waves are small, but still good shape out there. And as you can see, the worthy thing about it, tons of girls on the beach.
5: Yeah.
6: So, yeah, you can hear Rockin' Fig's enthusiasm, how much he loves surfing
5: um are any of you guys surfers?
0: Yay! Oops. The kids are surfers apparently. <laughs> I learned to surf, but I've only done it twice.
5: Well, I have I used to surf. And so listening to fig with the waves and stuff, it was like you would be listening to see when you should go out there. So and then the cool thing too when I was in Los Angeles in 2010, uh we were building out patch.com and it was because of him that we put surf reports on all the pages. I mean, it's Southern California, you need a surf report. Come
4: on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I envy those guys, because what they would do, they'd put Kevin and Bean on, and if Rock and Fig said the waves were good, you know, they'd blow off work and go surf.
5: Yeah.
6: yeah. I wish that was me. (laughs) Same here. I'd always hear surf reports uh, in the city, and i just wish I was out in the beach somewhere, and I knew how to surf, but I never Uh did. Uh Uh
4: Oh, thing on Rock and Fig, before we move on, my sisters, they were the ones that listened to K-Rock before me. They got me into it. So one day they got to be in their bonnet. Let's go to Huntington Beach and meet Rock and Fig. And they did. They went to his surf surf shop. They met him. Said he was the nicest guy you'd ever want to meet.
6: That's what a lot of people say, that he would teach anybody how to surf and that he'd close the shop when the waves were good. So big shout out to Rockin' Fig. You'll be missed. Let's move on to uh, a special birthday shout out. We have one person that uh, has a very special birthday today. Someone we all know and love someone we all care about jlo turns 52 today
4: <laughs> well done
10: <laughs> <laughs>
6: um no it's it's edwin listener edwin's birthday happy birthday edwin yay! happy birthday
0: you, Eddie! It's the uh, it is july 24th 2021 yay right, edwin, Yay! Wait, do you want to say how old
6: you're
0: turning
4: I'll be 58. Well, I am 58. It is the 24th. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll be 58 on the 24th at, at 3 p.m. <laughs> he, goes
6: by, he goes by time of birth.
4: Yes, thank you, guys. That's very nice.
6: All right, let's move on to uh, Flashback with Jen that needs no introduction. Flashback with Jen.
10: Sunshine. This could be snow.
5: I love it. All right. So, okay. This one needs no introduction. Congratulations
3: to our buddy, Jimmy Kimmel. ABC has just extended his late night deal for a year. Oh, they must have such faith. (laughs) That means ABC is keeping Jimmy through 2010 can't throw the guy a bone
2: and give him two years really dude what do you want 2010 he's got a job for two years
7: i as a broadcaster and a sports professional
2: can in no way
7: condone this
2: i know it's probably because i'm friends with him and i like him a lot but it's the only late night show i watch anymore so hmm. let's let's extend that to 2020 better than that crappy letterman huh i don't watch him anymore hmm. don't have time <laughs> too busy <laughs>
3: You know, for a guy who doesn't do a lot, you claim to be busy with doing <laughs> a lot of
2: things. Too busy not watching Weeds. Oh, yeah. I see.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know what the latest trend in music is now? The, the biggest, latest? hottest, coolest thing?
2: Reggaeton? In music? No. Vinyl. Uh, really? LPs. Well, back to the old albums when People they used to going play them. nuts with... for the LPs.
8: Yeah.
3: For those of you who uh, don't know, <laughs> there used to be a system of music delivery. Where they would give you a giant vinyl disc, and you would take a a needle, and the needle would ride in the grooves of that disc and replicate the sound on the piece of vinyl out through a giant set of
2: speakers. That sounds so unlikely. (laughs) But it
3: actually happened. (laughs) You're making it out. So futuristic, there's no way that could happen. It actually happened. Apparently, uh, vinyl is selling so well now that Capitol Records is re-releasing some of their classic albums on vinyl this summer.
9: Thank God.
3: Uh, John Lennon's Imagine album, uh, Paul McCartney and Wings' Band on the Run, Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys—they're going to sell for about twenty-five bucks a piece, and uh, it'll be just like having the original packaging when you bought the, the vinyl. But apparently, uh, kids are snapping up the vinyl. Who well, there are they?
1: there are a lot, of, a lot of people. I do not have sophisticated enough ears to tell much difference, but there are an awful lot of people who really believe that the vinyl sounds better. Yeah. They they really love that analog sound. But you
3: know I, don't understand. I, I don't really do not I don't I don't listen that closely either, so I don't care. But I do what I do miss about the L P versus the C D is just the sheer size of the thing. When you held an L P and you looked at the cover art of an LP, yeah. it was awesome because you got to see you really got to see it.
2: That's your complaint well, is CDs aren't big enough? Because no, the, the, the art isn't bigger. The enough. art
3: isn't bigger. The packaging, when you used to get an LP, you'd have all the you'd have a lyric sheet with it all on the back of the album that or either so on the inside. True. Or sometimes they'd give you a booklet that came along with yeah. it. It was just a cooler packaging. Hmm. I don't care what was inside, but I liked the the, the physical size of the LP. I that was can right see cool. that. That was cool. But I'm also outraged
1: by the fact they're charging 25 bucks because it's all gravy. Whatever they're selling on vinyl at this point, especially on an album like, you know, the Lennon and Beach Boys and stuff like that, they ought to be selling them for 5 bucks. It costs less than that to make them.
2: You
3: know? <laughs> Imagine they, that, the record for industry making bucks. an enormous profit yeah.
2: on the, what they sell. It's... Bean is not going to pay $25. That's you know, no. it's absurd. It's an absurd. It's an absurd arbitrary number. He'll that they drive pay. to every store in America to get it for 24 He would get just
3: a <laughs> raw piece of vinyl and flatten it with a steamroller and groove the music into it himself with a knitting needle and a, and a, jewel, and a jeweler's glass. Before he would pay 25 bucks. You guys are with me, though, that that's absurd.
2: I'm with you that you're cheap. He is a cheap bastard. <laughs> that's what I'm with you on.
1: I went to Best
2: Buy. Bean, Wait, does, not, Bean does not throw money around is what we're saying. Is yesterday not a
3: spendthrift.
2: <laughs> is what and we're they had in the front of the CD displays at the Best
1: Buy yesterday, they had the Coldplay Viva La Vida on vinyl on display for all to buy. Okay.
2: Okay. I that's a great say, that, that's a great story. The yeah. you end the story now with <laughs> And then you the tried to happened? buy it and it was twenty five bucks and you said, <laughs> No, no. Uh, there I must be more than I that validate story. Validate my I'm, parking. It's free parking. So. I know, validate it anyway. <laughs> I'm supporting
1: Ralph's story that Vital is making a comeback. I mean this is a Taylor? I did not buy it, no. Exciting story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bean saw one, people. <laughs> Exciting story. Well, you know when you live on the island. LP sightings are an exciting adventure. Maybe next hour we could get more detail on that one. He came back and told the rest of the tribe around the fire that night. <laughs> I saw a big
3: round disc hold many songs. Exciting story. And many people stand in line to purchase. And then they say, really, they did They trade buy it? much money for album. I wasn't buying
1: <laughs> man to <that, you>
3: know. <laughs> just seeing an album, that's all. <laughs> it's, not it's not a story. Like you, like you took a trip through time then when you went to Best Buy.
6: <laughs> my point you is, live is to that tell you're the right tale. That,
1: that Vital is, is back and I saw it with my own eyes yesterday at a major retailer. It's not not interested. One. think
3: people were doubting me when I said vinyl was back? That you had to come to to my rescue and support it with a story of Best Buy? Bean can verify that. I don't don't think Ralph's telling the truth when he says people are into vinyl. What does Bean have to say? Can he back (laughs) up his claim?
6: (laughs) Ass. This reminded me of Bean's shopping on record release day. He would always have that adventure where he'd just drive around looking for the cheapest price. And if it it was four cents less, he would go there. He'd drive miles out just to get... A CD for four cents less.
4: Remember, he lived in Washington, which had sales tax, and Oregon didn't. So if he was buying a big ticket item, he would drive to Oregon because they had no sales tax.
5: We've got one more clip that does need no introduction.
2: We are good at
4: this. <laughs> that that did. did that one end? Did
2: that song end too? That yeah, ended a while ago, and uh, we were talking about something, and Omar is standing on the other side of the studio, and he's like, "Song's done, song's done." <laughs> Omar's going on vacation. I am DJ Omar Khan, and I got to tell you, it is the I may never get to Europe, so I'm going to kill myself <laughs> on this trip.
1: Yeah. Trip, <laughs> got to try to see it all. Oh, how long have you been planning on uh, taking the little woman overseas? It's been a while, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's actually uh, her idea. She's a teacher. Mm-hmm. So this is actually one of these educational tours where she signs up like five students and she gets her paid. Oh. Hers paid.
5: Oh, right? oh nice. So, and you have access to the students? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah, she's 18,
1: so it's legal. Seeing, seeing Europe uh, in, uh, in 10 days is like trying to see the United States in 10 days. It's very, very difficult. Well, so yeah, what I'm going to be over there what, 15 days. 15 days. 15 days, 15 days. Yeah. okay. What some people will do is they'll pick, uh, you know, in that case, maybe three or four countries and spend <laughs> a few days in each and really feel like they get a chance to see something. Not Omar. No. Omar has come up with a plan that puts him in each country in Europe for 45 minutes. Yeah, this, <laughs> is, this is a vacation plan called European
2: yeah. kerosene. <laughs> Netherlands, yeah. Germany, Austria, Italy, Switzerland, France, England. Sounds like a great trip if it was two months. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this seems like you might be you know, moving I, a little fast.
1: I, I figure it's the first time, you know, we're going to go see Europe. And, uh, you know, with this educational tour, we get first in line at all the museums. All the museums are paid for. We get right. two meals a day included in the package. And, uh, you know, we, cool. we we want to go experience each city for, you know, and I get real. I got you know, ADD. I get really bored me really too. fast, you know, so I figured this is perfect for me. And, <laughs> you know, we're going to, in a couple of years when we go back, we kind of like, hopefully, we'll get a feel of, you know, what this each city is like and we'll go back to, you know, the place that we enjoy the most. Sounds well, like a okay. good plan.
10: Yeah.
1: I understand the theory. I think you're going to need a vacation when you get back from this vacation. But uh, we wanted to find out more about this tour because we had not heard of any trip like this, Omar. You don't even know about this, but we lined up your travel agent. We've got, oh, no um, way. You remember, Mr. Gerard, your friend Alan is on the phone with us right now oh. from Caffeinated Tour. Good morning, Alan. Welcome hi, to the Kevin Bean Show. Hi, hi, hi,
2: hi,
9: What's hi, going on? Hi. How you doing? Hi, how you doing? We're good. How are you? Good, 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 good. How are you? Is this What's a, going on? Is this a bad time? No, no, no. Great, fine. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Are you leading, a, are you leading a tour right now? Yeah, we're getting some to tours out of here. It's amazing. people are saying it's incredible. <laughs> what do you got? What's the question? Ask me something. Come on. Let's go. Let's well, go. Let's go. we, we, have, we have the European. Come on, let's go. We have the European Carousel
2: that ah, our friend. My
9: favorite tour, the best tour. Everyone loves that tour. Oh. Uh, one tour we sell. Can you give us some details on that? Absolutely. First, we start in the Netherlands. We go there in the Netherlands, you take an overnight flight, to end up in Amsterdam. Then from Amsterdam, you go on to Florence, Italy. We go to Florence, Italy, we take a look at the Medici Village for the the afternoon. Oh. Then the other afternoon, we take a moped to St. Petersburg, Russia. <laughs> we get to Russia, we go through the whiskey process. From there, we take a ferry to Santorini, Greece. There, we're in Greece. We go around the island on a moped, get on a donkey, and go to Edinburgh, Scotland. <laughs> so we Dutch? get to Scotland, we go there, we go to the Irish Whiskey Center, we go through uh, Calton Hill, and then we go and take a going to Peru! We go to Peru! Because we have to refuel! We got to go to Peru! Yeah, we got to go to Peru! awesome! Get some more blow! Then we get back on the plane, and we go to Rome, Italy! Got to see Rome! Got to see Rome! Got to see Venice! Got to see Tuscany! Got to see Florence! Got to see all of Italy in 45 minutes! <laughs> yes, yes. We go back to London! We go to the United Kingdom! We spend 18 minutes in London! We get on a plane! We go to Prague! Prague is in the Czech Republic! It's freaking awesome! Right! You go through the Old Town Square, you go to Tin Church, you see uh, the Bohemian Brew. You see uh, the bottom uh, the river, the Charles Bridge. You see Prague Castle. Now oh, that's in 10 minutes. Wow. He gets back in a plane. We're going to Barcelona Space. got to see Barcelona's face. It's one of the best cities in <laughs> the world. We're going to fly right past him. Look, there's Barcelona Space. <laughs> we're on our way to Venice. Seven out of been to Venice. Italy. It's incredible. You can't believe it. You see the canal. You see the people walking down the canals. You see people on boats on the canals. The canals are freaking awesome. Then we take one of the boats from the canals and we sell to Paris, France. Oh. That's right. we're going to goddamn Paris. We're gonna see everything. We're gonna see the Eiffel Tower. We're gonna see the uh, Arc We're gonna see, and then we're gonna go buy it a bus. We're gonna say, look at it, look at it, look at it, and then we're gonna Dresden, Germany. We're gonna go to Dresden. Dresden's it. incredible because that's where World War II was fought, and everyone is just like America. <laughs>
8: Okay, thanks, sir.
9: <laughs> hey, I think
8: that answered all my questions. Hey, Alan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he we say will, we're gonna? Will. Did he say we're gonna stop in Peru to get blow? Yeah, Peru, that, We gotta get blow. That's all got... I care about. We gotta refuel.
9: We gotta keep going.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. That was awesome. He's really
4: good when he does that hyped up voice, <laughs> like right? The, the dude, bro, or the anything hyped up. <laughs> well, it's. Kevin funny. do the Ka- same thing. Like he went to the Louvre and like he just wanted to run through it in ten minutes. <laughs> I think he looked at the, at the Mona Lisa and that was it
6: <laughs> I think he had more time to spend in the Louvre, but he had no time to, to stare at art too grown up for him shall we move on to the podcast round
5: yeah
10: nailed it. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> you get
8: it when you want her to promote your podcast we got it oh. 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 say hello to
10: oh. happy goodbye to the blue <laughs> janky
6: Podcast Roundup. Butthole. <laughs> Starting off with the podcast Roundup, I'm going to start off with the Rounding the Bases, episode 15, really fast. This is the episode where they interview Bean. It's hosted by Matt and announcer Robbie. You can tell that they're both fans and ask some great questions. Bean talks about his favorite bits and gives Ralph a lot of love, especially with the Wheel of Bad Animal Voices. Moving on to the Ralph report, Steve Ashton returns. We miss Steve and his UK updates. And although some Garmy members, uh, Steve is a little bit overlooked. I'm going to play this clip of one caller who doesn't quite remember Steve's name.
8: Well, big long distance virtual hug from San Diego. Steve uh, to Eddie and uh, but the other guy, Steve.
6: You hear he calls Steve, the other guy. And of course, Steve can't let that go on his Wednesday UK update.
11: Just a very quick thing on yesterday's show. Um, Someone called in and left a message. Um, They sent a virtual hug from San Diego. Do you remember? I do, yes, yes. This gentleman, okay. Um, So he sent a message to you, Eddie, and I quote, the other guy, pause, Uh, Steve, (laughs) the other guy. The the other guy? I spent a whole week co-hosting with you, and you also replayed the exemplary interview (laughs) from 2018. And yet, I'm the other guy. Here's a quick, here's a quick joke for you. Ready? All right. Okay. All right. Knock, knock. Who's there?
10: The other fucking guy!
6: (laughs) I can't believe they, you know, that some Garmin members can't remember Steve. Steve brings it up again, and um, it just had me rolling. Well,
11: he's not really. He basically dictated it to a ghostwriter. Now, you know, I know people in very low areas, and and, Mm -hmm. uh, my people are very hopeful they could get hold of a copy and then negotiating with the holders of that content I don't want to make any promises, but mm. we may be able to get hold of a few salacious snippets. Maybe then you remember who I am. <laughs> Some fucking rando in San Diego. You know what? I'm going to go. They're going to be now known as Randiego. Oh, a, ra- a random from San Diego. That's how I remember you. Anyway, I've got to go now, Ralph. Uh, as last last week, I was officially off the wagon. When uh, Carrie was in town, I drank like a fucking champion, you'll be pleased to know, all weekend. So I'm detoxing. uh, So I'll be having a mac and cheese enema to really clear my stomach out.
6: (laughs) The mac and cheese enema is a reference to they drank mac and cheese milkshakes on the Munchin Mondays. Steve is hilarious. I just wish I had that accent so I could say whatever the fuck I want to people and people will just laugh.
5: Well, he's so (laughs) smart. And the way he comes back with things very quickly, It's sometimes I have to replay it because it's so... It's so fast. So, no, we love you, Steve.
6: Also this week on The Ralph Report, Ralph laid down a Christmas song challenge, and so Edwin has a response for that.
8: I'll just play the clip. Hi, Ralph. It's John Cooperman. You know, most of the time when I call, it's about Queen Jay or how much Mike sucks. Serber sucks. Right. Well, not today. Oh, good. Today, I'm calling about you, mm. Ralph Carman. Okay. You say I don't have a musical bent my nature no I, what, what are you saying i can't write an original song ralph yes well challenge accepted this holiday season an original holiday song by yours truly juan cooper and it's gonna be <laughs> fucking amazing i'm gonna head up the garmi holiday album we can even have queen j write a song hell even server can do a song sure he'll charge us like 20 bucks and it'll be an hour of I was like rambling and moaning, <laughs> but you know, it's the holidays and I'm welcoming all. All right. I'm going to make you eat your words, Ralph Carmen. Okay.
4: So there's a challenge out there. It's going to be like a, a steel cage match.
6: All right. Moving on to janky town. It was extra janky, mainly because of spectrum and spectrum was having a lot of Wi-Fi issues for them. So that led to this uh, janky Spectrum commercial. It's
2: What's time that? for Spectrum to fuck right off! <laughs>
6: yeah, they were so frustrated with the Spectrum the whole time, just cutting Dave off all the time. Lastly, on the jank line, Dr. Rachel called, and she stands beer mug. She did a kind of an Eminem cover of the song Stan. And then they called back for the Coven Party 2 electric boogaloo, which gave uh, listener Drew...
2: Yeah. Uh, let's see. All right, we
7: got one last uh, uh, call here. We'll wrap things up here because this this is off the rails now. <laughs> the original hey, and then he double. Well, Motherfucker. This is Rachel. Hey. Uh
0: oh. And Geometric right. Bananas. Thanks, Tyler.
9: The cousin party.
0: <laughs> We're having a party and coven party. <laughs> cousin party. Part two. <laughs> Electric <after> Boogaloo uh-huh. <laughs> We fucking tried calling mug. Place. He said he would answer. That piece of shit said that he would talk to us. Yeah, and he hasn't answered. And I don't know if you all recall, but last time we talked about this shit, he said that he would be here, and he's obviously not. So. He claimed to be in Vegas, and then he fucking changed his yeah, story. Right, so now he, he, Evie.
7: Right. he lied to us, basically. he got a pool here.
0: Evie can come hang out in the pool. We got a we fucking bag. Yeah, we got a balcony. We, we got songs that slap. We got songs <laughs> that laugh. <laughs> That's a throwback to the brow Report. <laughs> you know, we fucking almost had complimentary beers, but we found out that they haven't we done were that in 40 40 years. years. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh,
0: and we got enough snacks to, to fill Mugs with for like. Five minutes? Really? Oh, yeah. So, I mean mm, and that, that, that says something. No. What's we going got on? Kegels, we got
7: Pringles, we've
8: got Nays, we've got ruffles.
7: No, <laughs> we I'm got all.
0: all. We got <laughs> and we got Capsule too. We got we got, we got fancy Cheese. I'm uh, upset. And up up teeny yeah, different <clears throat> we're <frighteningly> similar.
1: <laughs> hey Muggs, uh, I think you're all
6: good. You don't have to answer the phone when they call. Yeah, so they called and uh, wanted Beer Mug to come out and party with them. All right, on a cup of tea and a chat this week. Today, uh, we're going to focus on Edwin Bean Wright.
4: Yeah, you may recall I called my shot. I said I found a clip
6: that was so good
4: that I knew Bean would play it.
6: Yeah, you called it and you played it.
3: Now then, children, it's time for tea. I will not have my schedule interrupted. Oh, please stay. Look, I have a splendid tea all ready for you.
4: Yeah, so he played that on the Wednesday show, and I was very happy.
6: The next thing that we want to focus on is Ghosty. Allie had someone come see her apartment and they felt ghosty.
0: You guys, I just had
3: people come and look at my place. And one of the guys was like, do you ever feel like spirits here? Or do you
0: feel anything? And I was like, do you feel ghosty? Guys, he felt ghosty. Oh,
6: my. <gasps> yeah, I don't know. I don't believe any of this ghost stuff. But Edwin, you said you had a way to contact the guy that was looking at Allie's place. No, maybe yeah, I
4: happened to email Bean about it, and he sent me the guy's number. So I think we can dial that up.
10: Uh, hello? Hello?
4: Uh, we're trying to reach the guy that was looking at Allie's house.
10: Oh no. This is Ghosty. Oh,
4: my God, Ghosty, we're such big fans. So, <laughs> Ghosty, tell us, are you going with Allie? Are you staying in the house to haunt other people?
10: Allie won't take me, even though I got bangs on a Subaru. Well,
4: can you haunt a Subaru and maybe go with her? I, that could work. Ooh.
10: Who's this? Who's calling me?
4: Uh, this is the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. This is listener Edwin.
10: What? Quitters never give up. That's literally all they do. That doesn't make any
4: sense. No, we don't think so either, but it's, it's an old timey, a famous saying from a great man. So we, we took it as our motto.
10: Ooh. Ooh, okay. Will you be uh, haunting
4: the new owners too, or are you gonna lay low for a while? What's the plan for Ghosty?
10: No, I think I'm gonna start my rap career. I'll be MC Ghosty Ghosty.
4: Do you have any samples of that?
10: Oh, uh, I've been working on a tribute to Bismarcky and Allie. Uh, it's kind of rough, but let me play it. Please. i sit right back and I'll tell you my story About my time with Tiny Lady Alley We shared a place for a 12-year stint Just me and her and her butthole print Never did we ever have mixed words Just her in a robe, yelling at the birds We'd spend all day, dancing to jams Laughing and farting, as happy as clams Even Sosha, Finnegan, or was it Seamus Never did see them, but they couldn't split us then one day, couldn't believe my brain, she stood right up, said, I'm moving to Maine. Didn't think it was being what this could mean, but thought she was just blowing off steam. It all happened so fast, flannels and bangs, then it was at uh, Subaru's and things. But then one day, someone broke the news. I'm not going to Maine, for me it's the blues. Oh, come on, Ellie, take me to Maine. You. Got what I need, but you're moving away to Maine. Yeah, you're moving away to Maine. Oh, got what I need, but you're moving away to Maine. Oh, you're moving away to Maine. I want to go to Maine.
4: Well, I'm impressed, Ghosty. I think you have a future in the music
6: business.
10: Oh, thank you. I'm going to go at some birds now.
6: All right, we're going to move on to the week that was. Press the button, my friend. Send me back
3: into time. One, two. Three. It's a new day. We can
10: have the Our feature presentation.
4: The week that was 2010, the big news was this was the first year Kevin and Bean went to Comic-Con. So after mocking Ralph for years and years, they finally took the plunge. And as a bonus note, your old pal, your old podcast pal Edwin was there too. I decided if Kevin and Beam were going, I would go. And I got to him do the show live. Anyway, before we get into that, some people wonder, well, why would you listen to an old show? I mean, it's a show that's been off the air for years. It's not around anymore. Like this gentleman.
1: Why did you think the world needed a podcast about a show that isn't on the air anymore?
4: So, well, sir, Mr. Bean Baxter, why do I listen to old shows? Here's why. Sometimes you're going through the archives and you come upon a clip on the wild. How long were you in jail and how long ago?
8: Um, I just got out on Wednesday, uh, last Wednesday. Wow. And I was there for nine months. Nine Nine
1: months? months. Okay, Okay. well.
4: Can we, we ask, have to? We can, have to ask what yeah. you did. Yeah. What you did? What did you do? So did you hear that? The famous "What'd you do?" Okay, so they got to Comic Con, and Kevin starts off on fire. You thought he was bad with "What'd you do?" This is what he started off. This was the opening of the show on Friday when they were at Comic Con.
1: It's difficult for me, my limited resources, to explain what it's like. But it's like the Super Bowl is in town on Mardi Gras weekend. I mean, that's pretty much what it's
2: like. The streets are just packed that's, on on Mardi Gras weekend. If it happens
1: <laughs> to be, oh, <laughs> where,
8: where were we? If, what? It,
2: if it happens to be on Halloween, <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like. Exactly. Mardi Gras weekend. It's just. It's, I now permanently <laughs> talk like I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. You know how people's mind can just get screwed up to a point well, where, <laughs> if you have as many strokes as you've had,
1: really why you just start drinking? There's
2: no downside.
4: I might as well. I sound the same. So Kevin starts off strong, and then he begins talking about Seth Green was going to join the show, talk about his show.
2: Uh, Seth Green on the program today, talking about Robot Chicken. Robot Robot Chicken. chicken.
11: (laughs) I love chicken. Right? It's a
2: robot. Whatever chicken it is.
4: So Kevin was in his element, I guess. He was really feeling as though it's being at Comic-Con. Now, of course, we know the reason they finally went to Comic-Con was because Ralph was going to talk to Angelina Jolie. So he was kind of rubbing it in that he was going to be like just inches away from her at the Angelina Jolie panel.
3: Of course, the panels started last night already and they're going on today. And um, do you guys have, by the way, speaking of which, do you have any uh, anything you want me to tell Angelina Jolie? Oh, oh!
2: when does that happen? When does well, that I'm happen? i talking
3: to her this afternoon, Talk about her new movie, when? Salt.
4: When? Salt? When? Uh, I'll be talking to her, uh, I don't think, around 2 o'clock this afternoon. Oh. i her. And I think Jenna's brought this up before. What did that lead to, Jen? Do you remember?
0: Didn't Luke bring that clip in? Did Angelina Jolie ask about Kevin? That's yeah.
3: Oh, were you hanging out with Angelina yesterday? I actually wasn't. Oh, yeah. no,
2: that's right. It was the king of Comic-Con. <laughs> <was doing> <laughs> he had his queen. <laughs> did you get to any time just to hang out and
3: chat? Or I was did chat though? with her a little bit before we went on and did the panel. She yeah. could not have been more gracious, kinder,
2: or more Beautiful. Did she ask about me?
3: She- did Angelina
8: Jolie ask about Kevin? <laughs>
4: <laughs> she did. She did. Okay, yeah. good. So what the reggaeton horn is for Omar, that drop was for Kevin. He played that endlessly over the weekend. But it did get funnier as it went along, to me at least. Some of the big guests they had that week, Rob Cordry stopped by, Seth Green, of course, Seth Rogan, he had his movie Green Hornet coming out. And Will Farrell. Now, when I went to see the, the panel, or when I went to see the show doing them live, that's when I got there, when Will Farrell got there. So he started off, as always, Will Farrell is very funny, and him and Ralph are friends, so they have good chemistry.
1: And we are live in San Diego for Comic-Con 2010. Hey, real quick, before I introduce the guests that the crowd in front of me already sees and knows how much they love, oh, this is going to be good. I want to thank the official coffee sponsor of The Kevin and Bean Show, Don Francisco's Coffee, for providing coffee to the show. Will Ferrell, feel free to jump in on the Don Francisco's Coffee. If you no, I, was, I was
8: just handed this memo. Don Francisco was just shut down this morning. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm sorry to hear the bad news. There's uh, a of semonella in the kitchen. Oh, so, uh, that's, they're going to be so disappointed to hear that. But they're
4: great people. The crowd, like, really got big when Will Ferrell was there. And it was funny. When he left the show, kind of dissipated just a little bit, which I think that hurt Kevin and Bean's feelings. So let's go uh, Will Farrell also had some other I kinda like this one. He was kind of really energetic as he started the show. One
2: well, oh six point seven K Rock is K R O Q. It's twenty minutes after nine o'clock.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Come
9: on. Yeah. Keep Kevin the energy going. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Come Wyatt, on, it's keep it's the CD energy going for Comic Con.
6: Keep it going. Keep the energy going.
4: So it's like Will Farrell was Kevin and Bean's personal hype man for a bit.
6: They were promoting the other guys, right?
4: That's right. Him and uh, Adam McKay were there.
6: That's a great movie. That's like the best cop movie ever.
4: Yeah, he's, he's so good when he does that kind of little bit, kind of dorky guy, a little bit, little bit off, but he's trying to do a regular guy. Yeah, I love Will Ferrell. Quick note, okay. Will Ferrell, favorite Will Ferrell movie from everybody. Anchorman. Nice,
6: my favorite.
5: I liked Anchorman, too. And what's the uh, the Talladega Nights? Nobody loved you enough when you were little, did they?
6: Uh, Talladega Nights are the other guys.
4: Yeah, he's one of those guys, pretty much anything he's in, I'll watch and laugh. So after all the super guest stars, probably the best guest star for this crowd, at least, was Kevin Smith joined him, And him and Ralph, we know their chemistry from their podcasts. Boy, they were really on fire this day. So let's start out. They were talking about how do you get a job in Hollywood?
1: so is this the movie that he screwed the hobbit for
2: because he wanted to do
4: this he instead? didn't screw it the money money went away is from that how hobbit? you get
3: the good jobs in this town you screw the
4: <laughs> you Hobbit. Screw the <laughs> point
1: me in that direction ma'am. Yeah. your wife's been doing it for years oh. thank you oh.
10: thank you guys
4: oh. thank you wow Jeez. So being thrown a little flames at uh, kevin smith they began talking about who would be a good penguin in a new batman movie and they said philip seymour hoffman which would have been great it's too bad it never happened and then Kevin Smith said, well, I, I think I could be the Penguin. And him and Ralph started doing a riff. I love it when they riff on stuff like this. Makes me wish they had actually made this movie.
3: I should have buddied up for Inception because I could have been the penguin. You <laughs> could have been. Oh, you'd be awesome. Totally, man. I could, I could look like that. Would I you did. shave
4: the beard? Would you shave
3: the beard for the penguin? No, man. I would leave the beard. And be a hairy penguin. Yeah, yeah, I'd take. You know, Nolan likes it <laughs> I was gritty, doing a hairy so penguin, penguin like, 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 last <laughs> <dude,
6: laughs> <laughs> were you? <Yeah. laughs> I'm the penguin, man. Check out this flick. <laughs> totally, that would be my approach. I love that flick, man. I'm yeah, I'd be like, listen,
3: man. Uh, whack, quack, listen, Batman. Man. Get off my back. I'm just trying to earn for my people. I'm trying to wet my beak a little a fascist.
9: I don't believe you, Batman. already been. What did you say?
3: What are you saying to me, Batman? Batman, I can't understand you.
9: have already been waiting
8: Can't
3: believe I'm squaring off against Bat
4: Scooby.
10: <laughs>
4: huh? Like I said, I'd pay to see. Ralph as Batman and Kevin Smith as the Penguin. A very lazy Penguin, apparently. (laughs) It's kind of a hipster. Bat Scooby. Bat Scooby, too, yeah. So they finish the week off, and what's our favorite thing? It's the last showbiz report of the week. The show starts to go off the rails. Now listen to Bean. What do we always say? Well, what do I always say? Who cracks up Bean the most? Bean. So listen to Bean start cracking himself up.
3: Joss Wheaton has confirmed that he will be directing the upcoming Avengers movie which will be of course all the Marvel superheroes working together. Asshole. That's great.
2: That's great news, right? Yeah. Josh Sweet
3: is not an asshole. No, I don't know
2: why somebody would say that. You just pressed a
3: button and you me. made a little piece of tape say asshole. It wasn't me. That was a I woman, saw a right woman just raced up to the
9: table and screamed that into a microphone.
3: And uh, <laughs> director Guillermo del Toro announced he is making a movie based on the uh, Disneyland Haunted Mansion ride. So we got that to look
2: forward to. If you said a movie based on Disneyland Haunted Mansion ride, I would say no. You say Guillermo, You say his name, whatever his name is. Now I'm in. Oh Guillermo del Toro. What are you doing? Why are you playing Why do the we have a timpani? Stop playing the timpani. That was an accident, too. What are you doing? It's a, How about it's you late. just not touch <laughs> that? I, don't think, so I don't so much. think I'll touch it. Just either. stop
3: touching it. I bet no more sounds will come <laughs> out of yeah.
2: it. I'm having some trouble here, sorry. i are guessing,
3: guessing and just hitting buttons. <laughs> Back, Back to you, Ralph. Did
2: Angelina Jolie just reference me in any way? <laughs> did
8: Angelina Jolie ask about Kevin? The show was horrible. The show is only good for about the
1: first
9: two hours, after that, <laughs> it was a quick
2: decline. have got just people here watching, and you're just embarrassing yourself. Oh, please. They're like this. this is the first embarrassment is, we've ever done. This is done.
8: embarrassment Come for on. me. We live, in, a little
2: we live in a constant state of embarrassment. All right. Today's, celebra- today's celebrity, stop touching it. That's okay. me. He's touching I, I can't get him to stop touching it.
8: <laughs>
3: <laughs> today's celebrity birthday is uh, Woody Harrelson's 49 years old today.
8: Ah!
2: <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's the pug that sings Batman. No, we didn't get a chance to mention that. We didn't get a chance to mention Have that. Have you guys seen
1: the video of the pug that sings
2: Batman? No. It's
1: no. a <laughs> dog. <No>. That...
8: <laughs>
2: you go, go to KevinB.com and go to the Internet Roundup,
8: right, Dave? And there's a pug
2: that, when it barks, it sounds like, it sounds like a girl shouting Batman. I it's know. the strangest thing you will ever see. <laughs>
4: I don't know why Woody Harrelson's birthday I don't made either. that audio come up. but Like I always say, no one cracks up being like Bean. So, To me, I, this is my favorite thing when they go off the rails. So that whole ending was awesome. Let's just play one last clip. This was the very end of the show. Listen to the way the clip sounds. I don't know what was going on with Bean's machine. And this was a clip I gave him too, so he ruined it. So thanks a lot, Bean. Be
8: another day. One quality show
4: after another, each one fresher and more brilliant than the last. If they only stumbled once,
1: if they won't they won't let me live! <laughs> wow, somebody got the Homer. He's not the myth. What happened?
4: So that whole last break, you should just go and listen to it. Find it on the archive. It's magic. <laughs> so anyway, um, it was very fun. I got to see him. A quick story. I, I got there about the time um, Will Ferrell got on stage with Kevin and Bean. So it was really cool just to see him doing the show, when commercials would come on, they'd just be rushing around like madmen, uh, passing notes, getting the next thing ready. So I kind of worked my way to the front of the line. And so I'm watching the show. I didn't want to disturb him. But when the commercial came up, I yelled, Bean! And he looks up, Bean, it's Edwin, Edwin from La Mirada. And he looks at me, oh, my God, and he goes, hey, guys, it's Edwin, the guy that sends us clips and stuff. He's here. So that was really nice of Bean instead of saying, shut up, you know, leave me alone. He introduced me to the rest of the cast. Very fun day that was. So last thing, uh, I'm going to bring an orphan clip in honor of Comic-Con. This is one I sent to Bean. I thought for sure he would like it, but alas, it never made the air.
6: Kids, if we've learned anything today, it's that your parents are right. Comic books really will rot your mind.
4: I always thought they could use that to to tease Ralph about his geekiness. (laughs) So anyway, that's the week that was, 2010. Comic-Con was the big deal,
6: and uh, it was a lot of fun. Great week that was 2010. Let's play Does Edwin Know? Here we go. Hell yeah.
10: Edwin knows a lot as you can see. We'll tell you all about some story. Lots of things that happened in 83. But is this back to the story? We wanna know. We wanna know, does Edwin know? We wanna know. We wanna know, does Edwin know?
6: All right, so this week on a cup of tea in a chat, they talked about new dictionary entries. And since I figured Edwin's birthday, I figured we'd uh, see if Edwin knew any of these new dictionary entries. The first entry is Yeet. Does Edwin know Yeet?
4: Hmm. Edwin even heard this segment, and I still can't remember what Yeet is. <laughs> uh, it's an exclamation
6: of joy. Is that right, Lindsay?
0: I'm aware of multiple definitions of yeet. Like uh, I'm gonna yeet right out of this situation, or like in Migos songs, they just say yeet. I don't know though. I, what what is your what is your definition?
6: The dictionary.com dot de- definition is yeet is an exclamation of excitement, approval, surprise, or all around energy, often as used with doing a dance move or throwing something.
0: So throwing he was right. <laughs>
4: Nah,
6: it was right.
4: That was more joy, but it's more excitement. I'm not very yeet about that answer, actually.
6: All right, the next one is Zaddy.
0: Hell yeah!
4: No, nah, I'm losing on this one. I know if I don't know what Zaddy is.
0: I've seen it most referenced in queer eye pictures, so it's like a like either a gay daddy or just a a guy that's a daddy.
6: It is, according to Dictionary.com, an attractive man who is also stylish, charming, and self-confident. All right. Uh, next word is asshat.
4: <laughs> okay. This one I know. I, did Kevin Abean create this, or was that Jack Cole? Uh, it, it's a, a, uh, a dumbass, an annoying person. That's what I'm going to say.
6: That's right. A foolish, annoying, or contemptible person.
4: That one was kind of self-explanatory, actually. Um, but I'm going to take the win.
6: Okay, this one was also on the show. Silver Fox.
4: Uh, silver Fox, I remember that mm-hmm. one. That's an older gentleman who's attractive. Lindsay? That's
6: I'm correct. Right.
0: Uh, see Anderson Cooper. God, also, why But it's it?
4: got to be all silver hair, right? Okay, so uh, yeah, guy with silver hair that is still considered attractive.
5: I well, think like George yeah. Clooney now. George Clooney's got gray hair. He's a silver fox. Yeah, I guess. Mm
6: -hmm. Next one is Misper. This one wasn't on the show. Misper.
4: Misper.
0: Misper. I don't know this one either.
4: Oh my goodness. Uh, Misper. Uh, That's where... Okay, Misper. When you whisper something that's incorrect,
6: is it a Misper? Let me me give you a hint. It's a, a police slang. Like, two words put together.
4: Oh, oh! Missing persons, I bet.
6: Yep. That's it, exactly. Alright, last one. Last one is Trap House. It's a place where illicit drugs are bought or sold or used. That's it for Does Edwin Know? Does Edwin Know?
10: Edward,
5: no. All right. Well, this wraps another episode of Quitters Never Give Up. If you'd like, you can also email us at quittersnevergiveup at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at quittersnever or on Instagram at quittersnevergiveup. Bye, guys.
10: That's a wrap.
5: <laughs>
10: they ruined Scotland.